coming. Here we go. And we've made it to episode three of the TRL podcast. Three is the magic number. We're going to jump straight into one of the hottest topics of TRL. And I know this for a fact because I've been in the head office of TRL. And how many times have you seen a guy and a girl get together from TRL? Benny Maddock, my co-host here, probably knows this better than anyone I've ever seen. We're in the house here at the moment and he's married. And uh, tell me a little bit about how you... Have you met anyone from TRL, Benny? Um, yeah, mate. Actually, uh, yeah, obviously met Shelby through TRL up at uh, Rockhampton there. Uh, it's a pretty nice story. Uh, we, we met through playing for the Rockhampton Rush, we were called back then. Uh, we had a training run together. We had a Channel 9 news crew down there. I jumped in front of the camera when she was about to score a try, so I had a reason to talk to her, slid into her DMs, and um, ended up going away to Brisbane that year. In Brisbane, yeah. And uh, we stayed at the Gabba there, and yeah, uh, the rest is history, mate. What do you mean the rest is history? You, you're skimming over a little bit there. What, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, <laughs> what happened after that? Uh, no, mate, she was uh, pretty pretty hard to crack, actually. Um, took me a while, but uh, ended, up, ended up getting in there and um again rest is history <laughs> well there you go that's all we're getting apparently but uh, apparently all, all i've got was benny wore a bucket hat shelby didn't like him to start off with but you got a uh, and a bit of a mustache apparently yeah so uh I, I don't know i tried to ask shelby there how he finally grinded it down by the way we're talking in ben and shelby's house by the now they're ben and shelby maddock by the way and they're at the sunshine coast <laughs> so i don't know the rest is history and um Look, Ben, have you got any further to offer there to anyone else trying to find a, a husband or wife out of TRL? All, all I did was I had a bucket hat, I had a, a handlebar mustache because it was Movember at the time, uh, and mate, I was just throwing the seediest lines I could say. So uh, one of the ones was we, we were following her um, to the fields. We didn't know where the fields were, and she uh, she ended up texting me saying, "Are you lost?" And I said, "Yeah, in your eyes." And mate, from there, it was just on outstanding and that's why he's my vote for the first ever immortal in TRL he just uh, god you can't say no to this guy but uh, Ben and Shelby they're our first for the first ever TRL power couples there and we've got a whole lot more because god how many people how many girls and guys meet up out of TRL in a social scene or a rep scene you go and meet up together for a weekend and uh look there's no that many girlfriends and boyfriends i can't even remember let's look at the first here probably the god you got the ultimate yeah the king of the king of the east yeah. and you got the the queen of the god i don't know the, the queen of trl yeah. kirky and brownie yeah these two the ultimate power cup the home and away the neighbors the, of TRL. I think they've, they've been on and off again for the last, you know, what, one, two, three years. I don't know. You know, you always see them together. They're not together. They're in photos on Facebook. They're not. They're fighting at TRL. Who knows? But uh, last I heard, they were on. So uh, good luck to them. Brownie's a great bloke. Kirky's a great girl. Uh, I'm all for it. And obviously, they're a big TRL power couple. They're, they're big names in TRL. So, yeah, good on them. I couldn't have recapped it better myself, I don't think. But these two are absolute power couple there. If they're together at the time, then these two are unbeatable. Maybe even bigger than Ben and Shelby Maddock themselves. Who would wear the pants in that relationship, though? Whoa. 
chewy. You've got to say Kirky. Kirky's probably the power. Brownie's maybe, I don't know, the niceness of that. I don't know. Jeez. Well, I hope they're together when we release this thing. And um, look, Brownie and Kirky, probably the top of the pile there for power couples if they stay together when we release this thing. Uh, all the best Emma Kirky Dave Brown love you guys there, there is apparently just, just some um, some word on the street there's someone rivaling rivaling them R- rivaling rival, rivaling 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 <laughs> rivaling Brownie and Kirky and that's uh, Hayley Ketting apparently she her and Emma Kirky uh, have been spotted together a number of times. So I don't know if that's throwing uh, any spanner in the works out for, for Brownie or if he's loving it, but there's a there's a bit of chat about Kirky and, and Hayley Ketting. I've seen a few photos there. I think it was Bali the last time I saw these two together. Mm. They went on a bit of a love trip together. Is it a... Is a love triangle, I've or is Brownie out? I've seen them out on a on the town, and and yeah, they they love to party. So it's either all aces for Brownie, or he's or he's very jealous. Well, good luck, Brownie, mate. We wish you all the best in you know, that love triangle if you're in it anymore. But uh, good luck, Kirky. Good luck, Haley. Good luck. Brownie, hey, I'll tell you what, I need some updates. Send us some messages here on Facebook so we can keep an update here on our TRL Power Couples. And uh, look, geez, let's try and keep Another track one. here. If you had to choose the next biggest, it'd have to be Amy Milburn and Ryan Fakara. Um, obviously, been together for maybe, what, two years now. Rival teams, Beanley and South Brizzy. Amy was actually a sloth at one stage. She she made the jump up here. But no, very very big power couple, Amy and Ryan, always always seen together. Great TRL power couple and met through TRL, so good good romantic story there. Well there you go, they're all fighting for the top position there that Brownie and Kirky hold there. But uh, we've got Deshaun and Bronte. Another big one, yeah. So obviously uh, we've been talking about Deshaun being probably the best in our game at the moment. Uh, Bronte Borg, a uh, very good player, started at Ipswich, uh, now moved to South Brizzy. Yeah, so big power couple there, two, uh, two great kids, just uh, just madly in love. <laughs> two wild kids, eh? We've got uh, Chad and Amy recently engaged and Benny you know these two both very well any uh, insight there Chad and Amy could be the top of the pile here if Brownie and Kirky can get toppled maybe Chad and Amy are the ones that topple them they're engaged uh, Chad and Amy definitely the the Sunshine Coast power couple uh, besides Shelby and myself of course Uh, (laughs) no Chad and Amy recently recently engaged just this week so congratulations to them Uh, shame we didn't do it at TRL we could have got it on TRL Instagram being the first ever Uh, but no well, well done to them They've been together forever. Um, two great sloths, always always been for the sloths there. Uh, so well done to them. Yeah, you're a few more we've been uh, sent in here from uh, our listeners here. We've got Stretch and Brooke, and we've got Dee and Jimmy. Anything on Dee and Jimmy? I, I don't even know who or what Dee is. Dee and Jimmy. Derek? The big, the big D and Jimmy. Denise? Oh, I'll tell you what, your guess Diane. is mine. Diane. Could be. There we go. We're working. Jimmy, let us know who D is. We need to know. We're going to report on this next week. And uh, look, Tori Joyce. The best referee in the biz, I think I said two weeks ago. But uh, the man who knows how to punch above his weight, Tori Joyce. We've got Hannah Govan. Good on you, Tori, mate. Mate, you've done very well there. Tori and Hannah, one of the power couples of TRL. 
Mate, yeah, Tori doing very well, obviously, there. I had to do a bit of research here. I didn't really know who Hannah was. I knew I'd seen her around. Had a bit of a Facebook stalk, and, mate, she is a glamour. So, And I, I think she might be a few years younger than Tori. I think he's cradle snatching a bit there. So, um, you know, hopefully she's uh, she's good at taking care of old blokes, and uh, good luck to those two. I'll tell you what, he'll pin you for anything you're doing wrong there, especially if you're running off around halfway. Yeah, and, uh, loves a splitting call. Yeah, I'll tell you what, don't you split on him, Hannah, because we don't want you splitting from Tory. He, he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't been seen in South Brisbane since the uh, Oz Champs. That's right, we want you to stay together. We don't want you splitting, all right? Let's stay together. Look, we've got a couple here. We've, we've got the last couple here, Cat Topping. Uh, now, look, I know Cat pretty well there from Brisbane North and... And uh, now, look, I believe it was Sam Borgett uh, that these guys are together here. I saw a couple here. They're a bit of a power couple here. You've got North and West, a few different regions uh, matched here. So you've got to include them in the power couples there. Benny, do you reckon? Yeah, mate. Well, I saw these guys. Uh, I thought they were together at uh, at the Oz Champs. They were reffing together. They were all over each other. So I thought, yeah, that's, that's a good power couple. We'll chat about them. Got a little bit of insider info. It, it may not be Sam. I'm, I'm not sure. It might be Rodney from UK or it might be um, one half of the Stainer brothers. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting my info from, but as far as I know... Well, there you go. Power couples, they're always changing. They're always moving. And uh, look, we're here to report on them every week because guys and girls, they can never make up their mind. And Love Island, one of my favourite shows anyway. Love Island, TRL Love Island. (laughs) TRL Love Island is going to be reported on next week. And that's something that uh, I'm very interested in. So if anyone knows who you're with, boys and girls, I want to know. Boys and boys, girls and girls, boys and girls. Tierra Love Island, let's get together and tell us what's going on because me and Ben will be too happy to report. Mate, 2019, what about the gender neutrals? Yeah, well, look, whatever you are, that's as long as there's love, we're, we're happy for you. <laughs> right? As long as you're playing TRL and there's love, then uh, we're there. We'll give you a shout-out next week. Text us in. Who's, who's doesn't who? <laughs> All right. Now, Rocky and Mackay. We need to go to our franchise in focus here. Rocky and Mackay. Benny, you know this franchise like the back of your hand. Let me know what's going up there at the moment because they're one of the strongest franchises in TRL history. Let us know what's going on, mate. Yeah, so, mate, the CQ uh, boys up there. So, originally it was a Rocky franchise and a Mackay. Now, obviously, owned by um, a couple of blokes, Steve Askin and Graham Cooey Thomas. Uh, so, so yeah, just, just a bit, a bit of back, background, background there. So, Shelby and myself actually started TRL, our, our, our TRL careers basically at Rocky uh, under the guidance of Dallas Williams and Aaron Harnsworth, two of the, the great Rocky, Rocky legends, and I'm, I'm sure they would have been up there in the TRL Immortals if they were still banging around TRL. But they ended up. You know, you know shooting up, moving, moving out, and, and giving it on to, uh, to Steve Askin, who's, who's done, done a great, great job up there. Mate, they're, they're, they're actually the reason, they're the reason, the reason we started here on Sunshine Coast, Coast and it's, it's the reason that Asco started here on Kite, so they've been massive for Tiro, and uh, so I can't, can't let it go without giving them big raps. They're now called the CQ Mud Crabs. Um, this, this year at the Oz Champs, they had the Men's and Mixed Cup, finished in eighth spot. And their 30s team, like I spoke about last week, had a great uh, great tournament. They ended up finishing in fourth. 
Um, even though they had a few players pull out late and they had to scramble um, to, to see who they could get, they still still brought a team up, still came four, so well done to them. The Mud Crabs or, or the the Marlins mainly, the, the Mackay boys are, are very known for their partying habits. They often go out to the casino, maybe up until five, six o'clock in the morning, get home for a eight o'clock start at, uh, at TRL. So but they always make it. They haven't forfeited a game yet. They always turn up. They've uh, they've got a couple of wins under their belt in the maybe the four rep tournaments they've been at, four or five tournaments. So well done to them for that. Honourable mention uh, for Adam Turley from the the men's thirties. He was he was a star player for the boys up there. Uh, so well done, Adam Turley. A bit of info about the the comps up there. The top teams in Mackay. You've got the Foxy Foxes. They've been around since day one up there in Mackay. When when Asco started up there, I think it was about 2018, started 2018, maybe late 2017, I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, Foxy Fox has been up there, the benchmark since day one. And there's also the Duds that are in Division 2 who uh, have been the benchmark there. Uh, top players that um, that Asco wanted to give a shout to was was Matt Scaife from the Foxes. He's he's a great player for them. He was actually selected for the full uh, as fullback for Queensland Rangers in 2017. Um, so obviously a very high uh, talent pool there. Other guys I'll give a shout out to is Jaden Vivi. Obviously um, you've seen Jaden at the uh, the World Cup. He plays for the Australian mixed team. Plays in the Queensland mixed team. Plays for the Rocky team or the CQ boys. Uh, he's always there. He's a great player. I I relate him to Matty Bowen. Just just a lot of magic. He'll he'll pull out something out of nothing um, when the team needs it. He's uh, he's in a lot of the highlight reels. If you ever watch the um, the TRL promo stuff, he does quite a bit though, doesn't he, Jaden Vivier? He's a venue manager. Yep. Referee. Yep. He came down to Brisbane one day with uh, struggling to. Uh, remember his name here as well there was two of them that came down to Brisbane North they were shocked there there was seven divisions going out of North they came around and played in three games in a row they came in so there was uh, three games they probably played Division 4, 3 and 2 down there in Brisbane North at Shaw Road and Jaden Vivier got a win for all those teams and they couldn't be more happy that he was down there and that was the night before Rep that he was coming down and playing for uh, Redcliffe there so uh, they were very happy he came down there and he just loves TRL from yeah. what I saw lives and breathes it and uh, he, back then he must have been the, the skinny little fella that, uh, that you would have seen uh, nowadays he's, he's put on a bit of a few kilos he's uh, I don't know if he's hitting the gym or hitting the, the KFC but mate he's, he's bulking up so watch out for him in the next bodybuilding competition I reckon another another few play, uh, other few players we'll talk about Kyle Russell a young fella coming up the ranks um, I actually taught him up in Rockhampton at, at Glenmore High there he's a, a young fella who's he's got a lot of skill he's a great rugby league player and a great TRL player so watch out for him in uh, the coming Queensland uh, and Australian teams I reckon he, he actually uh, picked up an injury at the last World Cup he came down and played for the UK team but picked up an injury in the first game so he ruled him out for the rest of it so uh, good luck to him next year with uh, the rep stuff. Also, give a shout out to Nick Lowe. He's he's always been there for the Marlins or the C- the CQ Mud Crabs. He's not the best player, but he's always there. Loves a party, loves a bit of chat. Uh, so mate, I'll, I'll chuck his name in there too for him. And obviously the man himself, Asco, the best beard and mustache you'll ever see. It's very iconic up in Rockhampton. Mate, well I'll I'll leave you with uh, Asco's story a little bit. So. 
Asko started out playing at Rockhampton. Um, he obviously loved the game, ended up buying his own franchise up in Mackay. He started it from scratch, so no teams when he moved up. Didn't know a soul up there. Got it going. He's got uh, heaps of teams up there running now, a few divisions. Him and his, his mate I mentioned before, Graham Cooey Thomas. Cooey? <laughs> Either one of them travels three and a half hours from Rocky to Mackay every single Monday uh, just to run the comp. And always has always has a big presence at the rep carnivals. Um, a lot of the team there drive eight hours all the way down here, down to Brisbane, eight hours back. Pretty hungover normally after the big after parties that TRL throw. They always have a lot of Queensland Australian rep players from Rocky. You've got the likes of just a few, Reese Baker, Jaden Vivi, Jess Powell, Gemma Collins, David Buchanan, and the list goes on, mate. There's, there's many of them there. So, um... That's our Rocky Mackay CQ Mudcrabs in focus for this week. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, it's good to hear how the comps are going around around Australia. And, uh, well, Rocky in particular, obviously, they've come really close to running some titles there. I know they won the mixed title very recently there. And they've got some Queensland rep players, Australian rep players. Uh, Mackay, obviously, very strong as well. So we're going to move around Australia there. I know we mentioned earlier that we want to get outside of Brisbane here. Where are we going to go? Well, we might, we might go like a Brisbane outside, Brisbane outside. So maybe... Maybe we're back to Brisbane? Yeah. What do you reckon? East, south, west? Ooh, I don't know. We could go to, to south or west. So we'll see, we'll see your comments in the most this week. Is to throw us something in our DMs here. If you want uh, south, if you want uh, if you want to be next, or if you want west, if you want to be in, we'll uh, we'll mention you guys next. East, maybe throw something in there. We'll see how we go. But uh, good to hear how Rocky and Mackay are going. And uh, Benny, it's great to hear you guys have come in there. And uh, Ben and Shelby, two of the greats, have come out of Rocky themselves. Rocky. Rocky, yep. yeah. Well, Ro- Shelby's a Rocky girl. I moved up, moved up there for teaching, and met Shelby there, obviously. But yeah. Great, great franchise they've got going. Dallin Harms, he started it from scratch, and um, Asco just continued on the legacy. There you go. I think that's one for a future podcast there. We'll get Ben and Shelby in and uh, how the, the original meeting happened. Maybe it's very different to how Ben's saying how it happened there, whether it was in uh, Rocky, the Sunshine Coast, what happened, or a TRL interview series happening here. But uh, Rocky, we're looking forward to seeing you guys down here soon, and... Uh, Keep the good work up there. You're going down there. But uh, the Immortal Battle. Immortal Battle. We've got a bit of chat going around with the Immortal Battle now. So we've been waiting to see who's going to be the first ever Immortal here. I've thrown Benny out to be the first ever Immortal. I've then thought, look, he can't be the first ever Immortal. We're on the podcast together. So Benny and Shelby, they've got to be ineligible. Anyone working for head office there, Emma Kirky, guys like Mason Part. Uh, Eddie Wilson, Tommy Longworth. Tommy, you can't be the first ever immortal either. Don't know if we ever threw Tommy in there, but can't (laughs) be it anyway, mate, even if you wanted to be. He's the godfather. The godfather. We're going to look for guidance there once it comes close to see whoever is going to be our first ever TRL immortal. And look, we're going to have eight women, eight men, and we've got them nailed down as we do now. We've moved ourselves across Australia we've got feedback from everyone across Australia and uh, it's franchisees it's players it's everyone there that we've tried to move across because immortals are an important thing and it's one that's going to be forever remembered in TRL history 
And uh, we can't wait to name our first ever immortal, but you don't just get named immortal. You don't just walk in and say, I'm the first ever immortal. You've got eight women, eight men, and we've nailed it down. And tell you what, the suspense is killing me, Benny. It's it's going to kill you for a few weeks. It's going to probably take a couple of months to get all these these votes in. So we're going to do a vote for the boys, a vote for the girls each week. Narrow it down. We're starting with eight. Obviously, the week after, we're four. With three, uh, with two, and then down to a final one, and then I don't know. Do we do we do the boy versus the girl at the end, or we just name two immortals, boy and a girl? Well, I'll tell you what. We've we've nailed it down to eight here, and what we want to do is we want to do one quarterfinal each week, and we're going to put each immortal up against another immortal, and it's going to come down to the fan vote. So, look, I tell you what. You better vote for your favourite here. We're gonna we're gonna chuck the poll up. Give us a vote. Uh, for example, our first one for the boys, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. East Brisbane, Dave Brown versus Jimmy LeBoyne, the king of the north. I'm glad you said his last name for me. The Boyne. Croatian? I don't know. I'll take a guess. Croatian? Okay. Could be. French, Croatian, Polish. Anyway, let's break them down. It's going to be... David Brown, the king of the east here, versus the king of the north. David Brown, he's been... I was trying to look back in time here and see when he started playing TRL. Benny was throwing around that he might be the most capped ever TRL player ever. I'd say, I'd argue Zach Taylor from the north, as I said last week. But uh, David Brown, he's playing absolutely every night. He could be playing two or three times a night. When do you reckon he started playing David Brown? Oh, mate, since day dot, as soon as he heard about it, I think. What year is that? I don't know, 2014? I'll throw 2015? Four, four or five years? Yeah, and I reckon he's played at, at some stages five five games a week, I would say. I reckon he's been consistent throughout. Ever since I came into TRL, David Brown was playing every night, and he was playing probably twice a night, and he was running... He's East Brisbane side to take on North Brisbane sides. I know these guys have got a whole lot of rivalry against each other. So David Brown versus Jimmy LeBoyne are going to be taken on online all week. Great first round matchup. I don't know why we put them together, actually. That's that's a massive one. Fans vote, by the way. I don't even know who to choose there. Obviously, different reasons. Obviously, Dave Brown plays in our, our you know, your Oz mixed teams. He played in the Oz men's as well. Played for Queensland, had a few victories for them. Uh, whereas Jimmy LeBoyne, LeBoyne, Le did I get it right? LeBoyne. He, he gives so a lot back to the Amy's. LeBoyne. <laughs> he venue managers. He probably he puts in four teams a season. Mate, he's, he's Mr. TRL, so it's, it's you choose him for different reasons there. Like, what do they give to the game? and maybe skill on the field. I'm not saying Jimmy's not skilled on the field. He's very skilled. But, uh, you know, David Brown playing those very prestigious teams, who knows who's going to win that one. It is a tit-for-tat here because, I mean, David Brown, I reckon he's almost he's almost talked to the godfather here and he'd almost want to buy East Brisbane. He's played that much there. He's around the place. He's uh, in the power couple there with Kirky. And Jimmy LeBoyne, he's come on the scene there. He's been in uh, – well, he's been – around TRL for a whole lot of years there. He's been around south for uh, for a while there. He's brought all his teams over to north. He's uh, He just runs teams. He's a guy who leads people, and there's eight 
probably eight or nine World Cup teams that come behind him. Uh, I know Ollie Lane was throwing a shout-out to him last week, and he's just someone who uh, knows how to get in touch with people. It's it's going to be a very, very tight battle here. David Brown, he's the same thing. East Brisbane, I don't know if it runs the same. If uh, you've got those men's sides, if you don't have David Brown in those men's sides, you don't have people signing up for those men's sides, and they're not as strong as they could be making the semis each time they do go to the rep tournaments. So it's uh, it's two very popular guys in the TRL uh, battle here. Probably two guys that didn't want to be up against each other. Probably two that could have been in the final battle against each other, but we've put them up against each other. David Brown, Jimmy LeBoyne. Make sure you vote because, jeez, they're out. If they're not in, they're out. If this, I don't know if this helps sway the vote at all. I'm not trying to, but a um, bit of info for you. Um, the former King of South, the current King of the North, Jimmy, actually beat Brownie at the recent World Cup in a big, big upset. The UK team beating the Aussie mixed team. So I don't know if that helps. I, I was talking before about Brownie being the better player maybe, but maybe that proves that he's not. Yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to step in for Brownie here if we're going to go for uh, we're gonna go tit for tat here because Brownie, he is the Aussie mixed player. He's obviously played for Australia. Uh, taken on Jimmy there. Jimmy obviously got the, the cookies there when they played each other. But uh, Queensland mix, Mr. East Brisbane, most capped TRL player, question mark. Mm. Zach Taylor. David Brown. <laughs> Do I throw his name in again? <laughs> but uh, David Brown, he is a guy who is absolutely around absolutely everything. These guys are probably the two most popular guys in Brisbane. If you throw them against each other, I don't know who to throw up. Well, you can't play TRL without knowing Brownie or Jimmy. If you, no. if you don't know those blokes, you, you're not... You're not in the you're circle. Not you're not there. You're playing social. You're playing muck around in D grade if you don't know who David Brown or Jimmy Dabin are. Let's move to the girls. All right. So our, our round one matchup. First one. Yeah. Who, who is it, Mitchie? We've got a huge matchup again because we want to get this thing started. Again, there's going to be eight finalists for each, but we're going to play a quarterfinal each week. You're going to have to do a vote. We're going to put it on our TRL podcast Facebook page. You have to put a vote in for these guys. But we have two huge names in the women's game. It's Amanda Izza versus Kristen Gibbs in the first round. Similar to the men's here. We've thrown two huge names here. And God, I don't know. I reckon if... The winners out of these first rounds here, the first quarters, are probably going to take out the whole thing. Oh, be cool. Yeah, Amanda is a verse. Kristen Gibbs. There's throw us some names. info. Throw us some info on these two here, Benny. Uh, mate, uh, mate, so, so you've, you've got, got Amanda. Amanda uh, sorry, sorry we'll we'll Kristen Gibbs, Gibbs first. Gibbs Gibbs from, from uh, I, I, I don't know. Let's say North, North Brisbane or Bailey. I think she jumps between the two, depending on who's playing better at the time, maybe. Uh, no, actually, whoever whoever she's playing for is obviously probably the stronger team. Uh, obviously, one of the best players in our game uh, in the women's division. She's uh, she's your halfback. She's your playmaker. Your director. Great, got a great kicking game on her. She's won two player of the tournaments. We've talked about that in previous podcasts. Uh, mate, she's won an Australian mixed tournament. She's won the New South Wales women's. Probably the I think the first time uh, New South Wales won a championship. She was a part of it. Uh, mate, hard to go past her. Um, you go over to Amanda Izza, though. Uh, East Brisbane, she's she's a different position. She plays in the centre. Uh, she's she's a bit quicker, a bit lighter on her feet. Uh, she's won two women's rep carnivals with East Brisbane. And uh, she's an Aussie rep player. And I think, I'm not sure, don't quote me on this, but I think she's the first player to win a Queensland and a New South Wales title. 
I believe we uh, we ticked that off there with uh, with Shelby before. It was a Queensland title, a New South Wales title, and an Australian and, and an Australian title. I don't think anyone can beat that. So you've got someone who's played two player of the tournaments versus Amanda, who's won Queensland, New South Wales, and Australia together. So two huge names here. How do you beat these well girls and guys coming into this first quarterfinal? You're going to be purely going off fan votes here, so we're going to be posting this up. You've got one week to vote for your best here. You've got David Brown versus Jim Lebeen. You've got Amanda Izzet versus Kristen Gibbs. You've got one week. We're recording this on Thursday now. It's probably going to be Friday next week. Mm. That's when you've got. And don't leave it late. Probably 3 p.m. Friday. I wouldn't leave it any later till 3 p.m. Friday next week, which is going to be... There's some big names, mate. We will rattle off the, the other names. We won't go too much depth. But, uh, mate, the, the next week's uh, quarterfinal, you've got Jazzy Buller. Big name in TRL. Very big. There's another huge name in TRL. Reese Jansen from Ooh. Beanley. We're saying Jazzy's from Wynnum. He's just played his last tournament with Wynnum, so we're saying that's, that's Wynnum versus Beanley. Jazzy used to play for Beanley, so you could call it a Beanley-Beanley clash. Uh, mate, in the other quarterfinal, in the girls, you've got Cat Topping, we spoke about earlier, versus a big name in TRL in the Australian women's and mixed team, Kayla Mwama. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Any guess there? We've got the next quarterfinal here it's going to be the week after so each week it's going to be one man versus well two men versus two women you've got it each week we've got Nate Wood versus Dwayne Juan and that is Juan Juan I think thank you very much for correcting me there and uh, well that is South Brisbane versus West the biggest rivalry in TRL that is probably going to be our biggest response, I think, even bigger than Brownie versus LeBoyne. Uh Amy Milburn versus Gemma Collins is in our quarterfinal for our third quarterfinal there. Yeah. Amy Milburn versus Gemma Collins. Obviously, Amy, massive name down at South Brizzy. Gemma Collins, maybe not as known because she's from up in Rocky, like obviously not in the Brizzy crowd. She's actually moved down to Melbourne, so she's representing Melbourne in this uh, in this immortal battle. And she she's one of the, the best tier girl players I've seen I watched her when they won the uh, the championship for Rockhampton in the mix she was one of the best things she scored a double in the grand final versus Amy another very strong player in everything always in the the rep carnivals always in the you know the charity comps the, the cash comps just everywhere around TRL so going to be another tough battle I'll tell you what Gemma Collins she's uh, coming off Queensland representative yep Gemma Collins if you check back on Facebook, years and years, I've been interviewing uh, Gemma Collins there. She's one of the superstars there, and what a pickup for Melbourne. Big pickup. Uh, watch out. Was that very recent? Uh, yeah, I think in the last six months or 12 months. I'll tell you what, Melbourne might be coming in for a mixed title or a women's title very, very soon. But Not that I keep tabs on her. I don't, I don't stalk her every weekend. I think Shelby told me that one. That's right. I'll tell you what, well, you, better be, you better be not looking up girls on your Instagram, mate, because you're married. All right? So, uh, Shelby, he's just looking for research purposes only. Yep. Amy Milburn v. Gemma Collins in that quarter. Now, Jaden Vaya Vaya. VV. Oh. We just spoke about him, mate. Come on. I've done it wrong. I'll throw it to Benny here. How many Larrys have you had tonight? Um, sorry about that. Anyway, Benny's going to introduce the last quarterfinal here. Jaden VV. Obviously, we spoke about him being a big, big... Uh, star in Rockhampton uh, and we've got him versus one of our locals and we, we talk about him every single uh, Sunny Coast wrap up Josh Bidgood 
And um, for those Brisbaneites who don't know Joshy Big Good, he's, he's the quiet fella on our team. Tan bloke, can't take a bad picture. Every time you take a photo of him, he's always posing. Pretty much like Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. He's, he's one of our top referees, if not the top. Great player. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be another tough one. Like two local legends. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, it's going to be hard picking there out of the quarterfinals. Our last quarterfinal here for the women's is going to be Beck Simo versus Renee Crop, And what a huge quarterfinal there is to finish. I don't know. This is going to be tough here. Immortals were always going to be tough, but Benny, Beck Simo versus Renee Crop. Yeah, made obviously another two very different players. Uh, Beck Simo, very quick, uh, you know, can score a try. Renee Krop has been around the game for a long time, got a very high IQ in TRL. So, uh, and, and Renee, again, the immortal battle isn't just about how well you play, it's what you give back to the game. And Renee gives back to our game so much. She she's, uh, comes from, she, she actually plays in Morton Bay and Sunshine Coast. She comes all the way up the coast every Wednesday night and plays up here, then goes down on Monday nights and plays at Morton Bay. She actually even sponsors the Morton Bay competition. She, she gives a $20 voucher away every every week to um, you know one, one or two players who are playing really well down there so uh, mate two different players in there for different reasons so good luck to both of them yeah stay tuned for the immortal battle all you guys need to know is it's David Brown first Jimmy Levine first week Amanda is at first Kristen Gibbs first week you need to vote because whoever gets the most votes by Friday next week I reckon we're probably going to cap it at 3pm Friday next week don't leave it late though whoever gets most votes they're the winners they're in alright let's move on mate rule chat our favourite segment Thank God. All right, sorry for hanging on everyone there because Rural Chat is the biggest thing that we all want to talk about here and we know how to get you all talking. What rule do you want to see in the next state champs, next Oz champs? Benny, without prompt there, what have we got next rep tournament? What have we got? What's the next rep tournament? Have we just had Oz champs? State champs. Yeah, April next year. What are we doing with the World Cup? Uh, World Cup will be there in between state champs and Oz champs again. Okay, good to hear. Anyway, what do you want to see for the next state champs? We've got plenty of rules here, and the good thing was, look, we brought splitting in. This time, we've had plenty of rules that come in. We want to try them. <laughs> splitting on halfway. Let's referee it the way we see it. Let's referee the way we see it. Anyway, we want to see what do you want to bring in for the next tournament and look we've got plenty of rules that came in the probably the biggest response we ever saw and we said geez we've got to be discussing rules every week because that's what the TRL podcast is all about uh, we, we listened to the fans and uh, yeah, obviously we had a lot of comments on our post that we chucked up this week what cha- what rule do you want to see at the next state champs we, we, had, uh, we, we talked, talked about, about dropout, dropout over, over halfway, halfway last, last week. week a lot, a lot of people jumped on board with that, that. The, the rule was if you take a dropout and it goes over the sideline over halfway on the bounce, obviously not on the full, uh, you get the roll ball instead of the other team. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I was very behind it. It took me by surprise there, but I thought, geez, why haven't I thought of that beforehand? Well, you wanted inside the eight, which is a bit harder. Yeah, I think I think if you're going to nail it down, I think drop out over halfway if you've got six or seven on the field. That's very reasonable. And uh, as someone put there on our social media panels there, I believe it was someone from North Brisbane or... Uh, Morton Bay I'm trying to think of the exact name he said dropouts are a bit meh 
as they are. Bit meh. <laughs> yeah, bit meh. Like dropouts, that nothing happens off dropouts. So if you've got to at least protect the sideline, at least it puts something on the defense there. Drop it out over halfway. You're losing nothing there. Godfather, you're listening, Tommy? Put that in. Eddie, the prince. Yep. I think there's no loss there. That's that's almost a given. I think we will see that one coming eventually. That's got to be... There's no loss to that. Is there, Benny? Nah. Nah. Drop it over halfway. You'll see it next, champs. Maybe. Question mark. No. Man, the next, the next big one we talked about, we, we'll gloss over this one, was the 40-20 rule. We, we said the 8-8. Eight, eight. We've already got an 8-meter line marked. Uh, if you kick it inside your 8, make it outside the... Uh, the field inside their eight, you get the the rollable similar to a forty twenty in in NRL. It will bring in a lot more kicking. We talked about Tommy loves kicking in in the game, uh, so maybe maybe not. I'm very behind this one. I think if uh, if you had to put a name on it, Benny's on the dropout over halfway. I'm behind the eight to eight eighty eight. Whatever you want. Eight to eight eighty eight. You kick inside your eight, roll it out inside their eight. You get the roll ball. Done. Easy. There's nothing to it. Put it in there. Mate, a couple that I uh, threw out there just to just to simulate a bit more NRL. I don't know if I like it or not. You, I will throw it out there. But um, having a marker, obviously they have markers in, t- in uh, NRL. Um, and the drop backwards play on rule that we, we actually play that in juniors and it, and it works well for them. So, you know, you pass it backwards, hits the ground going backwards, pick it up, play on. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm for it. I'm just throwing it out there. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd be against it, to be honest. I think, um, yeah, uh, tough. Would it drop backwards, it, it kind of just makes it a bit scrappy in a play. I'd be against drop backwards play on, to be honest. Yep. I might even be with you. I've, I've seen it in, in Oztag. They play that, where if you drop it backwards, it's play on. It does get very sloppy. You know, I only threw it out there just for the, the listeners to have a, a bit of a dabble on. Um, but let's get back into the ones that people actually nominated. And we've got, we talked about it last week, the dump and split rule. We've, uh, we've had Tepeni Wana from Morton Bay. He said, dump the dump and split rule. That could be a hashtag, I reckon. The hashtag dump the dump and split rule. Yeah, tighten up. I, I tell you what, I was, I was very behind it. But look, tighten up. Let's tighten up on it. What are we ruling on? And... Uh, Let's just. I don't mind it, but I tell you what, I'm I'm starting to come behind Benny here on on what's going on in the dump and split. Like I I like it now. I don't like it. Let's tighten up on what we're doing. If we're going to do it across the field, or we're doing it inside the eight, some good stuff there. I think it was from Troy, uh, wielding there from uh, North Brisbane slash Morton Bay, wielding. Will Will, Will Fieldy. Will Fieldy. Yeah, he threw it out He's there. Really had it. <laughs> Troy yeah, Fieldy. There's Troy Gow and Will Fieldy. No, we right. almost had it. I mixed them two together. But uh, it was good comments there and it hurt my heart when uh, when Benny said they're all agreeing that you shouldn't really dump and split on halfway. But uh, look, let's tighten up. Tighten up on that one. Yeah, we need we need some more clarity around it at least, at the very least. Uh, mate, AFL try and mix was thrown up in there. Uh, I'll throw this one to you. Uh, computer says no on this one. Um, if you want to see a girl crushed on the wing, then uh, then let's put it in in mix. That's a that's a real good idea. Whoever put that up, let's let's. Computer says no. It's either men's or women's. Um, 
No. Not men. Whoever. Not yeah, you don't you don't throw a bloody tall tall pigeon, Danian pigeon to be exact. I'm I'm picturing. You don't throw him over a tiny girl and go, Great, I scored a try, not in mixed, not for me. No. He he wouldn't even have to jump. Say it was Danian on Shelby. You just stand there and pick it off. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm against it as well. Obviously, uh, pretty ridiculous having blokes jumping over girls, especially when you've got blokes like Daniel Ogden, who uh, just put their their spikes in the back of people's backs to to take a specky and score the try, or or Mitchie Moore, who just dives straight into the players, which actually happened at World World Champs in both cases. Yeah, next one we saw here coming online was the scoring off our own kick outside the eight. Not a bad rule. Um, I I was sort of thinking, how could you you have it, um, you know, in the game? Obviously, if you if you put a little one meter grubber in and score if you don't kick, you know, it's it's not very skillful. It it'll work the game, but kicking outside the eight and still scoring, maybe maybe you've got something there. I don't think it adds nothing to the game there. If you're gonna kick off your own kick, look, it's um go or. Well, Sorry, kick and score off your own kick. If you're going to do a little chip to yourself, go and play go and play some touch by yourself in the park. I just don't think it adds nothing to the game there. It's nothing that we don't need to see in TRL, my personal opinion. If you're going to score off your own kick outside the eight, it's a very personal game. Nothing you want to see in the social game. In the rep game, do you really want to see someone chip to themselves and score a try? Not me, personally. I don't think that adds anything to the game. I wouldn't hate it. I'd, I'd, I'd give it a go. I'm not. I'm on the fence there, neutral. There you go. Let's go back in. There were, we'll gloss over this one. This one's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> kick for touch if you if you got a penalty inside your own eight. Mate, who's going to chase the ball when you belt the ball 50 metres away? Is it, the, is it the referee that gets it? Is it the person who kicks it? Is it the defence? Explain that to me. So kick for touch if penalty is inside your own. Yeah, so if you're given a penalty inside your own eight, so not just anywhere on the field, only inside your own eight, you get to take a kick for touch. So, you know, in the, like they do in NRL, kick for touch where it goes over the sideline, that's where you take the tap. So, mate, you're going to have people belting the ball away, possibly into other fields because you play side by side sometimes. Who gets the ball? Winds the clock down, mate. I think that's ridiculous. Whoever nominated that, take a good hard look at yourself. Inside there. Let's move on. That one's just silly. Someone's just Who thought of that? anything. I don't Who even know. That? Don't even know, but... <laughs> Name and shame. Name Someone... and shame. I'll have to get back and have a look. What a terrible rule, whoever suggested that. <laughs> Come back to us next time with a better rule. Last one's not too bad. Okay, yeah. So, they want a quick tap for penalties. Um, and this one came from a bloke called Corey, one of my mates, actually. He doesn't play a lot of TRL. He's actually playing um, down... Uh, he's playing touch footy at Caboolture. I'm trying to get him over to TRL. But, man, he, he thinks quick taps of penalties, quicken up the game, rather than the uh, referee buying time on uh, for the person to tap. He wants it. As soon as the penalty, you can take a tap whenever you want and run, catch the defence offside. It's just hard to manage. It's, it's almost, I guess, you want good referees who are going to run a quick changeover and they're going to reward you for being ready. And you can always put the pressure on the referee by going... I'm ready, I'm ready, I've got this ball in front of my foot and yet you're almost looking at the referee to pressure him to go early but a quick tap off the penalties, it's just hard. You, you've got to wait till the defence is half semi set. It, Benny, what do you reckon? Is, is it hard to... You almost, how do you put this into place? I like it in essence but what do you do? Mate, it's... it's 
it'll be good to quicken up the game a little bit, but I think you're going to get too many breakaway tries where defence are blowing up because they, they didn't hear you say penalty or, you know, you didn't give them enough time to get set. I think the way we've got it at the moment, we blow time on, just like in, in rugby league, yeah, I'd, I'd keep it the way it is. Don't worry about the quick taps for penalties like they do in touch footy. Well, there you go. We all like talking rules, and there's another one for next week. One rule that I just want to throw out, again, um, just to get the listeners talking, um, in the NRL All-Stars game, they, they do every now and then at the start of the season, there was a rule uh, a couple of years ago that uh, if you did a chip and chase or if you did a grubber and recovered the ball, so the ball broke the defensive line, you recovered it, they gave you six to go. Tommy likes to do any rules that they involves kicking and, and promotes kicking because that's it's what sort of our game is all about, the, the kicking side of it. So if you do a chip chase to yourself or a grubber, get the ball back, get six to go. Again, not one that I'm, you know, advocating, promoting. Just, just something to throw out there in the atmosphere to have a chat about. What do you, what do you think on that one? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, in the same breath, I don't like people kicking to themselves and scoring their own try. So, uh, in the same breath, if you can kick it behind, <sighs> you don't like heroes, do you? You don't like I, hero. I, I don't like the hero plays. If you come in and you go. Hey guys, come and play with me. It's uh, it's me and six others. Let's go and watch me kick to myself and score a try, or watch me kick to myself and restart the set. I don't like it, but uh, I don't mind the thought behind that one. If you can restart the count, it might be something. That maybe you can adjust it, alter it a bit. Maybe you get one extra touch. I don't know. Maybe that touch doesn't count. I just think anything that improves, you know, the the kicking in the game, go for it. If we can recap it, my vote's on the eight to 88. The 88 is yeah, my vote. And uh, Benny, I don't know, are you on the dropout over halfway? I'm on it. I'm on the train. The 88, the dropout over halfway. Yeah. I'm back I'm back on both of those. The other ones are talking points. We'll, we'll get back to them. We'll see you next week. Chat to us on our socials. Send something in. See ya. That's all from us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>